Thank you for downloading this podcast from BJOG. When one scans the contents of the British Journal of OBGYN, she immediately is impressed by the breadth and depth of the field encompassed under the rubric of women's health. Thanks to the 50-50 distribution of Y chromosomes, half of all humans are women. And when you ponder the scope of women's health a bit further, one realizes that both males and females developed and grew within their mothers, making our field cover all of humanity. It is no wonder that our issues are so varied and diverse. In the February issue of the British Journal, Ibiab Belli and colleagues from Australia take us beyond the tiring refrain of obesity is bad and actually point us in a direction of modifying those harms. They compare pregnancy outcomes in women who received bariatric surgery between their first and second pregnancies. This surgical solution resulted in less gestational diabetes, hypertension, and large babies in the second pregnancies after surgery. Intriguing to me was their finding of fewer spontaneous preterm births in the pregnancy following bariatric surgery. It points to a clue that obesity and insulin resistance may be on the causal pathway to an early birth. There's much work to do, and one would hope that an intervention such as insulin sensitizers, exercise, or calorie restriction might achieve those same results in a less invasive fashion. As our life expectancies increase, more and more women live substantial portions of their lives after the menopause. While hot flushes or flashes do not cause premature death, these irksome symptoms negatively impact quality of life, impairing mood, sleep, and sexuality. In our ongoing efforts to standardize outcomes across women's health, this issue includes a systematic review by Ilio Dramati and colleagues, looking at variation in menopausal vasomotor symptom ascertainment across clinical trials and observational studies. As has been the case across an array of conditions, the authors find a wide range of outcomes and argue effectively for standardization. In her accompanying mini-commentary, Logan points out how important this attempt to reduce variation will be to increase trial efficiency and ultimately the health of women. The United States is fascinated with the British royal family, as evidenced by the popularity of the series The Crown in Victoria. As part of our BJOG-inspired series, our own editor, Carl Ola, introduces Sir John Dewhurst, known by most as Jack, who authored a popular obstetrical text, presided over the Royal College, and was knighted by Queen Elizabeth in 1975 for his service. Jack Dewhurst wrote reviews combining science and history on the birth outcomes of Henry VIII's wives, Catherine of Aragon and Anne Boleyn. These couplings produced no male heirs, which the king desperately desired, and instead suffered three stillbirths, two neonatal deaths, and one mid-pregnancy loss between them. 
Professor Dewhurst speculated that King Henry may have carried a balanced translocation, shifting the blame he placed on his accursed wives onto his own shoulders. Henry VIII profoundly changed the historical and religious trajectory of England and Europe in his attempts to produce viable male offspring. His daughter became quite an effective monarch and led the British colonization and settlement of the Americas. Beyond the tragedy and deceit that swirls in this history, the stories show how important women's health and well-being is to all humans. British Journal of Obstetrics and Gynecology readers have the privilege of seeing this drama played out on a monthly basis in our issues. Thank you for listening to this podcast from BJOG. We have been reporting the best research in women's health since 1902. We are keen to hear your views. Tweet us at BJOG Tweets. You can find more podcasts at www.bjog.org.